are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. The year is 3129. Mankind is adrift in the stars. Giant spaceships hurdle the last of humanity towards their destiny, whatever it may be. Only one thing can keep them going and power these great ships will feed the minds and spirits of these people. And that is the last brewing company to survive in the future, Circle Brewing. So great was their product that they indeed became the legendary Earth Brewers. But, you know, it's right now, 2018, or maybe 2019, depending on when you're listening to this. And you can get Circle Brewing right by going into Austin, by stopping into their uh, brewery on Breaker Lane. Or you can get it in convenience stores where there's all sorts of good stuff. Uh Martin, you're from the future. What do you think? Well, I tell you, Austin is a city with no shortage of breweries, but this is some of the best I've ever had. Well, there you go. You, you can't ask somebody who's going to give you a truer thing about beer than Mr. Martin Thomas because he's an alcoholic. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Bradley Martin with the Eye on the Prize podcast uh, with my host, as always, Justin Zarian. Uh, we're going to be talking about the SAG Awards today. Uh, Justin, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. You know, just uh, same old, same old here in Justin land. And <laughs> I'm embarrassed to admit, I'm like, man, I'm the host of the show. And I totally forgot the Screen Actors Guild were happening today. <laughs> you know, honestly, I'm just like, uh, I, I was content. I'm like, I got a bunch of schoolwork I'm doing. I'm doing this stuff. And then I see Bradley pop a message up on my Facebook, just like, you watching the Screen Actors Guild? I'm just like, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> no, so, you're, you're not the only one. I was following along on Twitter, and there honestly wasn't anyone that I follow, at least, that talked about it at all. So I guess it's not the most popular thing. No, seriously, uh, even IMDb only has a page up on its front, uh, on the front of it, where they only show the TV winners. You know, it's like, wow, did people just really not? I mean, they, you know, the answer is yes, they don't care. But it's like, wow, I didn't think they didn't care <laughs> that much, you know? Yeah, you know, you hear the term could care less. And I, I guess this is where it came from. Yeah, I mean, and it's going to be interesting because looking at the list here, I'm just like, Wow, um, we're gonna have some discussion on this one because there was a lot that happened today. But before we do that, let's talk a little bit about the ceremony because I only watched about I don't know maybe a third of it because I came in about halfway and I came at the part when they were like, "Oh, the Screen Actors Guild's awesome. Give us money. We need to pay these actors." I'm just like, "Oh boy." <laughs> um, we and don't then, want to fall into a life of semi-luxury. Yeah, and then I had to mute it for a point because I was having a call with my family and uh, I was just watching the background. But uh, Bradley, so did you actually watch the entire ceremony then? I did. Yes, I did. Okay, you're our guy. You're our ceremony dude, apparently. So, <laughs> well, I like I like a spectacle. You know, I make fun, but I do watch probably more of these than I should. Well, I mean, I always make sure to watch the Oscars every year because I'm like, yeah, that's always the big one. But uh, yeah, some of these t- sometimes these award ceremonies can be fun, especially for those like those weird improvised moments or those good comedy bits you don't expect. Where you're like, oh. Dang, I'm glad I, I saw this live. <laughs> yeah, but, that's true. So, okay, so in your opinion, overall, what did you think about the ceremony itself? Well, at first I thought it was fast-paced, but it did slow down a lot. To <laughs> when they do all the Lifetime that... Achievement Awards and everything? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, was it Alan Alda received a Lifetime Achievement? And I, I thought it was touching how honored he was, but he didn't really have 
anything profound to say, which between you, me, and the listeners, I think that's better because it comes off as more authentic, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's one of the things where it's like, it's nice that he's getting rewarded, but at the same time, I'm like, when was the last time we saw Alan Alda in anything? I mean, I guess yeah. that's why they did it. They're like, well, he's probably, you know, he's probably near the end at some point, so. Yeah, it's kind of an awkward award when you think about it like that. Yeah. Here's for, we want to see, it's like when your grandpa gives you their inheritance before he dies because he wants to <laughs> make sure it makes you happy. Oh, not Grandpa Alda. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, he's but, fine. He's fine. I, I love MASH, so. Yeah, no, it was nice. I mean, it was kind of cool seeing the uh, the whole montage film they made for him where it's like, oh, yeah, he was in all those shows and all those movies, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, just, yeah, I mean, and he's what? He's won a bunch of Emmys. I think they said he was one of the first ones to win an acting, writing, and directing Emmy. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. And he's um, in the, uh, is he in the, is it Kaminsky Method? Um, I don't know if he's well because I know it's um uh, uh Alan Arkin who's in that. Oh, one. Alan Arkin. I'm yeah, yeah. So I maybe Alan Alda makes a cameo there. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't but. seen the Kaminsky method. I should watch it. Oh, I should well. give it a shot for one. I mean, I'm not much for uh, what's his <laughs> yeah. names. Um, what was the guy who makes those shows? Uh, Chuck Lorre. I'm, like, I'm not much for his shows, but you know. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, very rich man. So yes. good for him. But um, yeah. So there was that, and then um, okay. Let me ask you this. Uh, we'll probably talk about it more when we actually talk about the winners, but what would you say is like some of the highlight like presenter or winners theme moments that you had from this? Uh, well, the host I thought was great. She's oh, yeah, it's, always uh, Megan funny. Mullally. Yeah. yeah, I've been a fan of hers forever. Yeah, she's great. And uh, I loved her joke about um, condolences to Emma Stone's career because she's 30 now and <laughs> all the interesting <laughs> roles will be gone and she'll be a housewife or a, what did she say? Like a housewife or... Some old lady. So that was pretty funny. That was my favorite joke from the host. Um, best for me, the best acceptance speech was Jason Bateman for the Ozark. Oh, you know, I did actually see that one. That was great. Yeah. yeah. And I like the touching stuff where they kind of tear up thanking their wife and kids because it's cute. And you know, I always like when people do that because. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it yeah. feels less conceited. I mean, especially Jason Bateman, who's had such a, a back and forth career throughout his life. So it's like, hey, at least he he seems very grounded in the way that he proceeds with himself, you know? Yeah, and that's kind of what a lot of people want to see. Stars have a moment of um, not just humility, but kind of see like, oh wow, I like those things too. Like you don't want to see Jared Leto get up there and be like, and now I know the entire country of Russia will change because of my courage and bravery. You don't want Sean like, Penn to go up just like, oh, and this is why you should listen to what I say. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> he's such an a hole. But um, <laughs> yeah, no. If you notice, Sean Penn's been out of the limelight forever lately, so it's like, yeah, good. <laughs> Oh yeah, you're right. Well, the last he, thing he did was that, that 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 um the Hulu show, the first, and that just got canceled. So okay, didn't yeah. he try to take credit for maybe not take credit, but tried to say, and maybe I shouldn't finish this sentence, but here we go. El Chapo was actually a hero or something. Oh yeah, was no, that, that was the thing where he like met with El Chapo for like an interview and that stuff. Yeah, you're just like, why did he do um, that, dude? <laughs> What is going on in your head, man? He's but, um, an actor. He's a crazy dude. I mean, I don't know. It's yeah. it's interesting to see those moments. But yeah, so that was yeah, good with Jason is. Bateman. And um, I believe, who else did I see when? I saw, um, oh, you know, actually, one of my favorite moments I saw for presenters was when Antonio Banderas came up to uh, announce the nominees for, I think it was one of the TV acting awards, was it? Or Yeah, yeah, I believe so, yeah. <laughs> and it was funny where he was just like, you know what? 
I have too much respect for this craft to uh, wait any longer. So I will now read the names of the nominees so they can go home and go back to work. Yeah, <laughs> just and I like, think that's a good call. You know, a lot of presenters should take after that. But, you know, I know they're supposed to put on a show. So, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then you have, um, I liked Glenn Close because she was so surprised. It's so fun how surprised it, she always is. It's funny how, like, she seems to be getting less surprised with every award show. <laughs> where it's like, right, oh, she was yeah. really surprised at the Golden Globes. This time she had to kind of, like, fake the surprise almost. Or it's like, I'm really surprised, but not really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then when she gave kudos to her screen partner, that was cool. Cause oh, a lot uh, Jonathan of, uh, Price, yeah. I know I wouldn't. If I ever won anything, I'd make it all about me. So. You're such a dick, Brad. <laughs> For sure. Like no, but you know, that's the thing. Is like, that's so sad. Yeah. Jonathan Price has been one of those actors who's worked forever, like forever, 30, 40 yeah. years, and he's got nothing in his career. No wins, no awards, oh, no nominations. That's crazy. I mean, he's probably won like an Emmy or he's been nominated for stuff no, I know before. What you mean. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like, you know, for the big awards, because he's headlined some films and he's had great performance. Like, even Game of Thrones. You know, he was great in Game of Thrones. Didn't get nothing for his guest performance there. So. No, yeah, yeah. Well, he got to be on Game of Thrones. I mean, that's the good news. It's like, yeah, he played one of the most hated villains on the show. Well, I mean, okay. A- <laughs> anyone next to Joffrey and Ramsay doesn't look too bad <laughs> in comparison, but... Yeah, very true. Yeah, but, I mean, that's why I'm like, you know, I kind of don't think the Sparrows are all wrong. They're doing it wrong. They're doing a wrong method. Oh, yeah, any kind of tyranny like that needs to be snuffed out. Yeah, exactly. By which I mean diplomatically and driven out <laughs> Well, when you listen to their arguments, like, means. they actually have some very rational points about the fact that this this city is pretty much freaking screwed with that, uh, if it doesn't get some order. And it's, it's like, yeah, yeah it kind, no, you're kind I of think right. he was taking advantage of the chaos of it all. But that, yeah, that's the worst thing about him. Yeah, he was, exactly. he was manipulating that kid for sure. But anyways, enough well, Game of Thrones. I could talk about Game of Thrones all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, too true. Too true. Man. Yeah. April's coming. Oh, it is. oh, I can't wait. But so anyway. The biggest surprise for me was actually Emily Blunt winning for. And the only reason that was a surprise, I must say, because she was by far hands down. The like heart and uh, acting chops of a quiet place. Well, she was the but, um, least likely to win that category. Yeah, too. that's what made it so surprising. Everyone else has been like, eh, you know, with the nominations, even though everybody kind of wants it. And yeah. that continues to make me confused about who's actually going to win the Oscar. Because I mean, I mean, she's not going <laughs> to yeah. win the Oscar. She's not nominated. She, she's so. not nominated. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just I'm, I'm I'm not sure what to think about this. But yeah. So for people who don't know, she won supporting actress um, in a film role for A Quiet Place, and I'm just like, okay, that she's really good in that movie. Um, but yeah, it's not going to predict anything of the Oscars. <laughs> well, I just want to say, so many people don't realize. I'm going to get all. Um, studios actor guild here they don't realize how difficult it is to be afraid of absolutely nothing like she's putting out this performance of sheer horror terror uncertainty all by herself you know maybe i suppose there could have been a tennis ball that they were like be scared of this but i don't know i haven't seen behind the scenes and she does absolutely magnificent so i think it's a well-deserved award just a very surprising win since so much of her performances have been ignored. Yeah. No, but then um, in terms of other acting winners, because I mean, we could talk the TV winners, but it's not really that important for our discussion here. Very true. I mean, you know what? If I was going to go through the TV winners quickly, let me just do this quickly to give them justice. Uh, Glow won for Best Stunt Ensemble, which, cool, Glow's a really good show. Yeah, it's cool stunts. Uh, Patricia Arquette won for that show Escape at Danamora, um, which... It's funny because that show seemed to just come and go, you know, for people. It's like, oh, yeah, it was on Showtime and it's gone. But people are still talking about it. It was on Showtime, yeah. I I don't know. I guess I could watch it on demand. I'll see. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, Darren Chris pretty much completed his sweep of every award yeah. show. <laughs> yes, literally, he won job, every Darren prize Chris. he was nominated for for this thing. Yeah, from humble beginnings. I hope to see him again. He's he's great. Which yeah, no. To be fair, he was the single best thing about that miniseries. So <laughs> yeah, for Amer- for, for sure, um, uh, the assassination of Gianni Versace. For people who don't know, um, <laughs> yeah. for best actor in a comedy series, uh, it was Rachel Brosnahan. Which okay, of course she you know she's also the person who's won every award that she's been nominated for in this category. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um, the guy who surprised me, though, was male actor in a comedy series was uh, Tony Shalhoub from the, from the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Which, okay, so people don't know, um, television in the SAGs don't distinguish between supporting and lead actors, which is a little unfair, to be fair. Uh, to, but, oh, okay, I see. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, so they put up uh, supporting and lead actor performances, which, I mean, Tony Shalhoub's great, but freaking Barry, Bill Hader, and, and Henry Winkler was also nominated in that category. Come on. Well, Tony Shalhoub's been honored... A lot, right? Well, I mean, he won all those years for Monk, you know, yeah. uh, with the Emmys. So, so I mean, he's great, at, and he's great in Mrs. Maisel, from what I've heard. I've, I've just never, oh, I've never seen it. I don't have the <laughs> means to see it. That's yeah, I need to borrow my uh, parents' Amazon account for that one. But <laughs> yeah, anyway, um, then there's also a Best Female Actor in a Drama Series, which no surprise, Sandra O oh won that because she's winning all the awards for that one. Yeah, so. cleaning up, yeah, killing Eve, right? Yeah, which apparently uh, Chris has been raving about how great it is. So I yeah, better check so it out. I'm excited to see that too. Yeah. Um, best actor, as we said earlier, um, male drama actor was Jason Bateman. You know, which good. Mm. Hey, I, I still not seen Ozarks yet, but I hear he's great and he looks great for the clips I'm seeing. So, absolutely. Um, ensemble for a comedy series was Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Once again, it's like yeah, it's been sweeping all the awards for the uh, lead comedy prizes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then best drama performance for an ensemble was This Is Us, which that seems like a very populist choice, but okay. Do you like that show? I've seen parts of it. I, I, you know, I've seen the pilot in full. It's a really good pilot, I will say that, but it's got a very schmaltzy feel that either you'll really, really like it and you'll follow every episode, or you'll be like, I can only take so much sugar in one one episode. Well, I, I think it's um, manufactured brilliantly. It's not a mystery show, but there's always a mystery going on. To keep it's watching, lost you know? for the romance genre. <laughs> yeah, it does seem like that. Lost for the romance genre. I have a love-hate with relationship with it because some of it I just roll my eyes like really. But um, some episodes I'm like, wow, that's awesome. It's always trying to contrive some major twist with the emotions, you know. And you're <laughs> yeah. just like, okay, like... you can only you can only pull my heartstrings so long before they break or get like really worn out, you know. Right, like. When people say they watch it to cry, I can't say I've ever cried watching an episode, but it's, I'm not, I, I cry during movies, but not so much during TV for some reason. We're robots. We don't feel emotions like everybody else. <laughs> robots, so. yeah. Um, also, so finally going to motion pictures, uh, best ensemble performance for a stunt cor- uh, stunt team was for Black Panther, which I'm like, um, guys, Mission Impossible's nominated there too. Uh, hello. <laughs> It's a uh, desperate cry for help by not awarding Mission Impossible. This is my uh, justification. Asking Tom Cruise to please stop doing this. Don't I, go, I, don't he's literally going to kill himself until they give yeah, him a prize. That's my guess as to why he didn't win. Because even the making of footage of those stunts are like, oh my gosh, you know he's going to be okay. You just saw him on the... In the Tonight Show, but you still think watching him, whoa, whoa, that's Well, there was that one okay. um, when he fell off the rope on the helicopter for that big shot there, <laughs> yeah, where they actually so thought famous. that he fell to his death, because they were like, yeah. yeah, there's no way that he survived that. <laughs> so, weird weird loss, but um, um, moving on. Yeah, so then, yeah, we that's mentioned uh, uh, Emily Blunt for Supporting Actress. Uh, supporting Brilliant. Actor was Mahershala Ali for Green Book, which, yay. 
That I I was shocked. I he's didn't pretty much the, he's the favorite category now. of acting correct because I thought Grant was going to go back to sweeping it up. Yeah, no, Richie Grant's uh, momentum really kind of died. It feels like because like <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, I'm not going to say a full conspiracy, but it's like they kind of want to make sure they at least get someone of diversity to win at the awards. So it's no, like Mahershala Ali is brilliant. Oh no, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's like, at least maybe some like subtle thing, but he is also really really good at Green Book. So and his speech was nice. I did like how he thanked Vigo and uh, how he thanked uh, just to have the opportunity to act. That's always I think. Oh, you cool. know, the, he, Mahershala Ali has been nothing but classy in everything I've seen him in. Like he's a very mm-hmm. gracious guy, mm-hmm. and I think that's really cool. Yeah. And uh, he's going to sweep Emmys next year for True Detectives. So very possibly. Yeah. yeah, I think so. For sure. Well, you know, and it, you know, honestly, I'm probably going to say this, and it may be controversial. If he wins for this movie i think this was better performance than moonlight personally i think he had more to do in this film than he did in moonlight i have to watch green book i haven't seen it yet oh, moonlight great. moonlight was yeah that's a controversial statement good job yeah no that's the thing i'm like you know because moonlight i'm like he's really good in moonlight he's only in it for like 20 minutes if that uh but that's like, what makes it supporting yeah but in this case it felt like he, you know, I always have an issue with supporting performances. It's like some supporting performances are really good and they make the most out of like, 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 um, Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. He's only in that film for what, 20 minutes, but every scene he has is quotable and powerful and really impressive. Moonlight, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Moonlight, I didn't feel like there was really any like quotable line from Herschela, you know, where I'm just like, I can't remember that one scene that he was in other than, um, him helping the kid to swim, you know? No, the the child at the table scene is amazing, dude. Oh, Everyone that's a great scene. It, yeah. yeah, but I think yeah. in, in Green Book he's well, a much more that's like. That's why I think he won was the child at the table scene. He he becomes the child at that table at the by the end of it, and this big powerful man who has all the advice, and all the the life experience, became an ashamed little boy. So that was true. True. Profound performance. No, in that, my opinion, that, of course, that was probably well, his strongest won, So it's not really sure. my opinion. So. Yeah. No, but I, I think. But uh, we, I look forward to Green Book for Vigo and Marahashal Ali. I know it's getting a lot of um, attention for the wrong reasons. Yeah, but, which um, I'm not crazy about the way people are behaving. That's like, look, fine, okay. It's one thing if you dislike the movie, but the way that people are trying to like actively destroy it, I'm just like, it's just it's a feel good movie. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to be one of those things where because I didn't, I had no idea people hated. Driving Miss Daisy either as much as they did. Well, they did. They didn't back in the day, but it's that whole it's that yeah. Forrest Gump thing. You know, like when something becomes really popular and it's really like audience friendly, that, that people need feel the need to say, "Well, I never liked that movie." I'm just like, no, you're you're right. I've I've said that about Forrest Gump before. I watched it again recently with my wife, and I was blown away by Hanks and Sinise's performances, and of course, um, Robin. Wright's performance. It's uh, some things maybe they deserve a second watch. Yeah, no, I'm, but, Forrest uh, Gump has not aged. Them. I mean, that movie is timeless to me personally. But anyways, well, I mean, the premise is silly, but I mean, we, I we've watched movies with silly premises. We can, yeah, even... I love movies with silly premises. And that's the, thing. the funny thing is, if people, if you want to hear some more stuff that kind of off, I mean, it doesn't fully authenticate Green Book, but at least gives us more credit. There's this great Deadline article that came out just a few days ago. I shared it with Brad and everybody else in the group. But um, they actually found audio recordings of the real guys that they played, uh, Don Shirley and Tony Vallelongo. And mm-hmm. you can hear them talk about events in the movies, the, you know, the stuff that they actually lived, like including that one scene in the YMCA that they did in the Green Book, which I won't spoil it if people don't know. But there's a big yeah, scene. A lot of people of, haven't seen it. Yeah, there's a big tension scene that involves um, Marshall Ali and Vigo at a YMCA. And more or less, that's not too far off from the real event that happened, from what I learned, where it's like, oh. Wow, that's pretty darn close. Um, but yeah, you actually hear them, and you're like, also, Vigo, you may think that he's over the top with his accent. 
No, he is like spot he, he on. Did, he is he like did seem over the top in the clips. But that's but. the thing is that Tony Vallelongo had a very over the top he, accent. He's very method. He's a very method actor. So I figured that must be how the guy talks. Oh yeah, because you know you that, said, you that guy. He, you know Tony Vallelongo. He talks like this, exactly the same way that Vigo talks. What? Yeah, forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's just him being true to the source. But anyways, enough about Green Book. We talked. I mean, I always feel like I could talk a lot about that movie. But anyways, um, like we said, uh, Glenn Close for the wife one too, and you know her. Very mixed surprise, I guess, reaction now. But, hey, you know, <laughs> yeah. it, it feels like this is definitely that legacy win where it's like, okay, Glenn Close has been nominated forever because she's actually, at this point, she, if she doesn't win for this uh, movie, she will have been nominated the most times of any actor without winning. Oh, wow. Yeah. So if she, maybe she'll, oh. she'll break that curse once she wins for this one. But yeah, she's. Has, uh, is Davey the only one of us who has seen The Wife? I believe so. But the um, it's actually coming out on Blu-ray, Blu-ray this week. So I'm actually probably okay. going to pick it up. So yeah, let's take it. Give it a look. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's funny, too, because um, Davey's the only person I know who didn't like that movie. <laughs> or at least didn't like her because I think um, even Double Toasted which you know fr- a companion site to our site here from the old Spill days um, mm-hmm. both those guys were raving about how Glenn Close was like their very favorite female performance of the year so cool okay wow yeah there you go. yeah hey yeah whatever works um, also somebody who apparently is a lock you know to absolutely a big surprise to everybody else Rami Malek won for best actor I was kind of surprised. Yeah, has he won? He won the Golden Globe. I mean, I know he got a Globe. Yeah, and I yeah. believe you said a Critics' Choice. Um, I think Christian Bale won the Critics' Choice Awards, but yeah, so far oh, okay. the major awards, um, Rami Malek's won them all. So I'm like, okay, is he gonna win the Oscar? That's gonna be it. That's gonna blow the internet's mind. Whereas, you know, it's funny thing. Like everyone keeps trying to say, yeah, Rami Malek's the one thing that everyone likes in that movie. But still, well, I really like how, um, as a person, how ethereal, ethereal is that the word? Ethereal is. Because he seems, you know, very. Oh my gosh! Thank well, you, he's just such a weird, like, for... dude. Like, like, he's an interesting dude. Yeah, <laughs> but when the, you see the, him perform, he's not like that like at that, all. His normal know? speaking voice is just <laughs> kind of, you know, it, this is for Freddie, for Queen. <laughs> I feel like I'm slipping oh. into Owen Wilson there, just like wow. <laughs> but <sorry. laughs> oh wow, Rami Malek won again. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean. I'm sure he was just surprised at anybody that he's suddenly getting this uptick, especially with, again, talk about movies that people want to destroy. Like, believe me. Yeah, the, the social media conversation has been all should suffer and pay a part of the project. Yeah, well, because it's um, like, okay, fine. I, I, Brian, Brian Singer, <laughs> I mean, I actually had an experience this week where I posted not a defense of Brian Singer, but a defense against people conveniently timing accusations come out right when people get nominated for Oscars or, not, or big events, where I'm like, I get hey, it's a, just had a controversial week. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was not fun. And thankfully somebody deleted that guy's comments who attacked me afterwards. I'm like, I never said I defended no, Brian I Singer because I think yeah. he's probably guilty, you know, just based on things I've heard from people. Like it's very likely he did it, you know? Well, Rami Malik is, I've always thought, since short term twelve when he had a very bit part in that. Excellent. He's an excellent actor. So yeah. I'm not sure why people are so surprised at an enjoyable performance. And of course it is, you know, Freddie Mercury, if he catched I haven't seen it, but if he catches even like half of Mercury's charisma, then wow, that that's pretty impressive. The only thing that people kind of are iffy about was the fact that so 
there's the whole joke going around about the uh, fake teeth they put in Rami Malek to m- mimic uh, Freddie Mercury's, um, you know, dental structure. The problem is, is that Rami Malek's head is too small to fit the teeth that Freddie Mercury had. So in Freddie Mercury, oh it doesn't goodness. look so unnatural because it's like, yeah, he's got a giant jaw and a giant shaped head to fit those teeth. Rami Malek clearly does not, you know, when you look at him. Oh, okay. like, but other than that, I mean, it's <laughs> it's less dis- it. <laughs> it's less distracting as the movie goes on from what I've heard. But there was that, that point where you're watching like, he's clearly not, he doesn't have the right size for those teeth. <laughs> now, well, now I'm going to see it right away and be like, whoa. I know. I wouldn't have thought of it until someone pointed out, I'm like, yeah, no. Especially young, the young <laughs> Freddie Mercury scenes are definitely the ones where you're like, ooh, yeah, those choppers are just really hindering his voice a little bit. <laughs> but the one that shocked me, I was watching in the background here, and I was just like, oh my gosh. Black Panther won Best Ensemble Performance from a Motion Picture Cast. Wow. I I don't know what to say. I just... Uh, well, you, the cast is full of Academy Award winners. Oh, sure, it's a great ensemble performance, you know? Um, yeah, okay, here's uh, the thing. The most Academy Award winners, I believe, of everyone nominated. Yeah, and technically, to I'm be fair, mistaken. this does not mean Best Picture, because this is Best Ensemble. Yeah, and not, Best Ensemble. You know, and even mm-hmm. the other movies nominated for this is like, what, Black Klansman? That's a Best Picture nominee. But Mean Rhapsody? That's a Best Picture nominee. Crazy Rich Asians? Mm-hmm. Not a Best Picture nominee. And Star is Born a Best Picture nominee, but not those aren't all the films that have been getting all the praise, you know. Where it's like a Star is Born snubbed all night long. Yeah, Star is Born's probably gonna walk away with maybe like an Oscar or two by the time the Academy Awards come around. Song, yeah, probably the best song, best song, and maybe best sound if it you know if it manages to play its cards right. But the point being, where it's like, yeah, it's just I don't know. I mean, like everyone tries to say like, oh, this is like an equivalent to Best Picture, and it's like on one hand, yes; on the one hand, no. Because last year, uh, I think Three Billboards won last year, and that didn't win. Well, the Three Billboards also had the best ensemble. Oh, no, I agree. I think that one generally had the yeah. best ensemble cast. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I uh, didn't... It's That's such an interesting movie, you know, because I didn't like it at all. And when people ask me, oh, you didn't think Frances McDormand was amazing? You know, and I was like, oh, well, no, of course she was. I absolutely did. And they're like, what about Woody Harrelson? I'm like... Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, he was brilliant. And they're like, Sam Rockwell? And I'm like, okay, I get what you're saying. I don't know why I didn't like it. I just don't want to watch it again. <laughs> it's hard to admit when you're wrong, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's... it's um, no, but Black Panther... I'm usually not as disturbed as I was Yeah, but Black Panther, I'm just kind of like, movie. I, you know... It's a brutal movie. I'll, I guess I'll just say that. Oh, it is. No, it, it's an uncomfortable movie, and that was intentionally uncomfortable. So. <laughs> yeah, and maybe that was the point. <laughs> no, it, I mean, that, it very much is. Uh, um, three billboards. Its point uh, was to make you uncomfortable about the topics. It's like, yeah, it's it's attempting to address a very heavy subject in a way that it's trying to find some kind of solution. Whether it works or not is relative, of course. But I'm like, at least it mm-hmm. tried to answer a question. Where it's like, yeah, how do we deal with people with you know systemic racist problems? You know, among other things. Well, and yeah, just yeah, the, the themes of suicide, the themes of revenge. It all goes unresolved by the end. Or does it? I mean, you know, I yes and no. It's like it offers is. a solution, yeah. just maybe not one that everyone agrees with, or you're just like... It's not a, it's not a great solution. But I think that's kind of the point, because, I mean, sorry, no, we're going on a can't sure, sure. here, but, you know, that guy, um, Martin McDonough, makes movies that deal with difficult subjects. Like, especially, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you watch the old yeah. Oscar short, I mean, with the uh, the uh, Oscar-winning short that he directed way back in the day, Six Shooter, like, that's a movie that's really difficult to watch, because it's one of those ones where it's like... Okay. I mean, I say difficult only in the sense that you're just like, I don't know what I just watched. You know, it's just it's such a ah, yeah. nasty little piece of work because it's about 
Brendan Gleeson's character who's dealing with the trauma of his wife's death, and then he gets on a train with um, a guy sitting next to him who happens to be a wanted fugitive, and, you know, a whole bunch of just craziness ensues in very Madonna style, you know? Madness, I see. Yeah. Well, this is uh, Bradley Martin with the Three Billboards podcast. <laughs> and, uh, just... But uh, no, I'm I'm actually, uh, I was kind of rooting for Black Panther because... <laughs> I really did enjoy it, and I've seen it the most repetitively out of all these categories. Um, I love the cast, um, not just for the shallow reasons that they're all incredibly beautiful. But I, I will not deny that. I the, mean, uh, those those ladies. It was nice to see uh, Sterling K. Brown up there twice. That was pretty cool. I'm a big oh, yeah, he had Sterling a great K. Brown day, fanboy. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> Big fanboy of that guy. I'm glad he's finally arrived. Yeah. And uh, Michael B. Jordan and Chad would. Bozeman, you know, they're the wave of the future. And then you have the uh, Oscar elites that were up there. Uh, is it Lupita Nyongo and Forrest Whitaker was in the cast? Oh, and what's her name? Andy Circus. Um... Always happy to see Andy Circus finally get some recognition. So that was cool. And yeah, I think it was a good night. So yeah. for them. And um, um, I mean, again, I don't, sad I don't know if it was born my got fa- snubbed out, but I don't know if it was I'm my not sure who I would winner, put in but... instead of them, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, what was your favorite cast? Um, of the nominated ones, because I've actually seen all now but um, Black, um, uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. <sighs> oh, okay. Honestly, Impressive. I would say A Star Is Born was probably my favorite of, those, of that one. But yeah, that 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 sucked to see them not win anything. I would have picked um, Cooper over Malik personally, but again, I haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, and so I was thinking we'll Christian Bale we'll over Malik, but I'm like, okay. I mean, yeah, even though I, think I did, everybody was. Although the thing is, I think. <laughs> It's starting to show that maybe Vice's hype is not as real as people think it is. Because, I mean, again, I know. I I made my point clear. I did not really care. No, you're not the only one, man. You're not the only one. Everyone I've talked to has been like, uh, not a fan of Vice. Again, that movie doesn't know who it wants (laughs) on its side because it actively tries to alienate everybody in that movie. Yeah, I read a funny tweet about that. Um, I can't say it verbatim, so I won't. But essentially it was... Describing vice as Republicans are stupid, liberals are stupid, and people who vote are stupid. <laughs> Everyone is stupid. Thanks for watching Vice, you know. That is more or less so. what it does. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, because I mean, like, that movie is one of those ones where, like it just bashes Republicans, you know, and conservatives throughout. And then the very last minute goes, Oh, but don't think you got away cleanly, liberals, because you're the reason we got into this mess in the first place. It's like, Well, there you go. Now you've just actively made <laughs> everyone angry. Burning all the bridges, burn them all down. Yeah. So. You know, that's all. I mean, we just want to do a quick one for this because that's, you know, mm-hmm. it was interesting. Uh, you know, again, it's like, OK, at least we're starting to see some people solidify to who will probably win the actual Oscars this year. Because, like, yeah, I mean, OK, Rami Malek seems very likely now, which is weird, but it's true. Um, Glenn Close, definitely. And I think Mahershala Ali is a definite, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Uh, well, we'll see. I always get. Pretty daring when I fill out my Oscar sheet. So <laughs> I, the few times I've tried to be really daring, I usually fail. So I'm like, same, same, I don't want to take any big chances on this one. <laughs> yeah, I think I picked Toy Story three to win Best Picture. When now I that is very daring. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like putting putting it all on number thirty four on the roulette. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody wins on thirty four. I don't care. I'm feeling yeah, lucky tonight. Nobody wins on thirty. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But yeah, I mean, any last thoughts before we wrap up? Uh, best dressed, Allison Brie and Emily Blunt tie Ooh. with their cool little shoulder pads. And at first, I thought it looked silly, but then the way they 
you know how actresses are with their elegance and i thought man they're, they're working it they are working it they look great yeah, no. and uh, as for the males antonio banderas in that sweet he touch. looked very sniffy so, i will say that yeah, yeah he did <laughs> no but i mean emma stone did look pretty too i saw a little snippet of her when she was up for um her tv for maniac uh for her nomination I'm like, oh yeah maniac that was a pretty good show. yeah no but she looked great so i'm like she she's yeah. such an interesting woman she's like she's very pretty but she has such a weird look like she's she's beautiful for very strange reasons you know, with the eyes and their mouth, with like the big teeth and everything. I'm just like, somehow it all works out yeah, to being very gorgeous. Smile, yeah. <laughs> well, you know how beauty is. It's all subjective, I know. But <laughs> And Lexi, if you're listening Gosh. to this, that doesn't mean anything beautiful about people. you. I think you're lovely, too. You're a beautiful woman. So, <laughs> I, Oh, wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I can admire don't somebody. Don't end up in the doghouse, man. I, I can admire somebody still say I love my fiance. So, <laughs> well, sure. You know, um, you you both should start admiring beauty together. That's what yeah. me and my wife do. You know, <laughs> when we were dating, Angelina Jolie was hot, and she asked me, "Do you think Angelina Jolie is pretty?" Was, was, was Angelina like, Jolie ever uh, really hot, Brad? Was she ever really? Well, no. I remember being like, uh, we were watching Wanted, and I'm like, uh, sure. I mean, yeah. And my wife looks me dead in the eye, and she's like, I think she's gorgeous. (laughs) So (laughs) we've admired beautiful people, art, all kinds of beautiful things together from that point. So thanks, Angie. Well, there you go. The couple that lusts together stays together. So. Well, there we go. Uh, yeah, so that's all for that. We do have some other episodes planned coming up. We just want to do this as a quick cover for the Screen Actors Guild, and you guys will hear from us sooner than later, I'm sure. So thank you for listening. Take care. Bye-bye.